Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Oh, you notice, you notice the story, guys. It's the Ask Me Anything series. This is episode number 30. We've got 30 of these episodes under our belt now. Um, I bought the flu, so I think there's a bit of it going around. So apologies if, my, if you can't hear me well or, or uh, I'm not being so clear this evening. But we'll try our best. Um, yeah, ex-guts, everything's going well, apart from my congestion. High the edge. Uh, where, is it, where is everyone tuning in from tonight? What part of the world or where, where, are, you guys, where are you guys tuning in from? Right, X Guts is in straight in with a question. All right, let me give you an update of what I've been up to first of all, then we'll get in with the questions, all right? So, uh, where am I at right now? So I'll, I'll be open with you, right? I just actually came back from the hospital uh, yesterday. Um, my, my dear father just had a double operation and um, Quite, quite moving. It's quite moving when you see one of your your close family members in such a vulnerable position. You know, going through a recovery stage after an operation, and um, yeah, it was a bit of a choker for me actually. You know, um, you know, especially it being your father, seeing someone that's you know always been a strong figure in your life. Um, you know, going through uh, a moment of unrest. You know. So it was important for me just to be there for him yesterday as he came out of his operation and just offer him some sort of comfort and some support. And I've always said that whatever you guys have got going on or whatever, whatever you're going on, you know, if, it's your, if, it's your, if it's your mum and your dad, you just gotta drop everything. You, know, you just gotta drop everything to fucking be there because you know they've, they've given up their whole life to, uh, to raise you and, and give you the sort of experience and opportunities that have been made available for you in life. And um, when someone is in the most vulnerable state uh, as such, then that's the least thing you can do is, you know, you just got to be there. You just got to be there and offer that person, that individual, some comfort. Um, so yeah, I just felt that that was important. It's an important thing to share as well. You know, you got to, you got to look out for your folks. You got to be there for them when they're, uh, when they're vulnerable. So, um, that's what my, uh, week has kind of started off being, being like, um, you know the good news is he's doing well. He's gonna be he's gonna be uh, discharged tomorrow, hopefully. So that's fantastic news. It's also my birthday this week, um, on 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 the seventeenth. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to celebrating that with a few uh, few friends. Um, but all right, guys. So let's have a look at your questions. Let's go in a bit. I'm not gonna go too much into my personal life, but let's have a look. X gut says getting a girl's number not a question reenact getting a girl's number not a question but oh well okay well I think the most important thing is the language you've got to consider when you're getting the girl's number right um, <laughs> reenact it I've got to put my head in that space bear with me Okay, so say it's, say it's on the street, for example, right? Um, 
the street or some 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 situation. Let's say you're at a, a Joe and a Juice and you're getting a juice. Right? So you might stand there and I might open up and I might say something like, ah, "What did you go for?" Right? She goes, "Ah, oh, I went for the pick me up." Oh, that's quite <laughs> fitting with uh, what's going on right now. She, she might go, "What's going on right now?" I go, well, I'll be honest, you know, I'm not really bothered about what you got, you just caught my attention. It's Johnny, by the way. She might say her name's Sarah, whatever her name is. I go, um, so Sarah, tell me your story. She goes, what, she goes, what do you mean? I go, well, everyone's got a story, right? She might go, yeah, I go, okay, so let me ask you this. I don't wanna know what you do for work, we'll get to that place organically, but if I have to give you a week off work, how would you spend it? Now she's thinking, right? If you've got my book, you'll understand that this is the challenge mechanism. She'll start thinking, she'll start sharing how and what she'll, what she'll do with that week off, right? And I might grab onto those threads, those multiple threads and go deeper. But what I'm looking for here is to get to a peak. I'm, I'm looking for it to, to get exciting, right? It might, it might be in the moment that my drink gets delivered or her drink gets delivered and um, I go, all right, well, Sarah, <coughs> it's, a, it's, it's a shame we, we met like this because I've literally got to run back to the office. But um, what's the best way to stay in touch, right? She might go, stay in touch. She might, you know, she might be a bit, um, she might try and deflect it a little bit. I go, well, yeah, it's not every day you, you kind of like meet someone like this. She goes, oh, I don't, I don't know, maybe you can have my Instagram or your number. Your number will do, I'll take that put it in here. And I give her my phone and she puts the number down. <coughs> That's how I do it. And this is just an example of just top of my head right now, you know? It could be any sort of situation. I could have probably reenacted another situation better. Um, that's just kind of direction and the flow where you want to go. Obviously, I could have filled out a little bit more with a little bit more content. Um, but there's just some of the key principles that would kind of go in there and then the flow of it. and. And, and the language that I would probably use in order to get the phone number, okay? An Instagram, uh, getting an Instagram account is absolutely fine. You know, um, I have no problem with that. I think it's, I think it's a strong way of closing, um, especially if you've put some time and effort into that place. If you haven't put any time and effort in that place, I really do think you should do. Build out on your social channels, okay? So thanks for the question, Nick's Guts, and, and thanks for challenging me on trying to reenact a moment like that. <laughs> You're in Miami, Florida. Ex-Guts, hey, listen, um, I'm making some noise about me being in LA, so why don't you jump on a plane <coughs> November the 4th to the 10th? Let's meet up, let's meet up and let's work together. Let's, let's do some coaching, all right? Let's do some in like physical coaching. I'll make a note of you so I can, Ex-Guts, Miami. Still need to go to Miami actually, but I want to get you into LA. LA is super fun. Texas, yay, yay. You should um, you should come to the LA trip. Yay, yay. Um, message me to find out some more information about that. Um, but it's the only time I'm going to be in the US this year, so it's you know you got to take me up on that. Kelvin Yenzi, New York City. Get on a plane and see me also. Um, oh, thank you. Give me some hype straight away, Kelvin. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, one of? What do you mean? Is there, is there more? One of the best dating coaches? 
<laughs> hi Milto, hi Tender Boy. Fab sending me prayers and blessings to my father. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, God bless you, man. Thank you. Uh, hi Elvis, welcome back. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys for the support. I really appreciate that, actually. Um, it means a lot. Uh, Nafi Babies gives a question. Long distance, long, long distance crush goes hot and cold as far as texting. Plan to visit us soon, though. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you need to heighten your, your communication with your long distance romances, guys. Try to, um, I don't know if you incorporate video calls. I think video calls are quite, um, quite powerful as well. They're quite emotive. So it's better to see someone rather than just kind of be, you know, hear their voice. Um, so try, try to add that dynamic in a little bit. But also make sure you're planning to see each other rather than just kind of letting it run its distance um, or physically seeing each other, yeah? Xgut says, the man is a Libra. <laughs> I am a Libra. I'm a bit, bit off balance at the moment, but yes, I am a Libra. I'm Mustafa. Uh, hi, Ivan. Hi, the Dean. Xgut says, that that reenactment was perfect. Oh, thank you. Again, I've just, done, I, you know, I've just been doing this so many times that um, I could just, just picture that, that kind of, that flow uh, happening. Uh, so I'm sure you can take some elements out of that and it, it, that kind of work for you. Hi, Nicholas. Hi, dear Satra. How have I been? Yeah, I've, I've been I've been getting through the week, as I've just mentioned, opening up this broadcast. Thank you. Uh, homemade at home. Welcome. Hi, Sniper Wolf. Welcome back. Right, give me your questions, guys. Ask me anything, yeah? Questions, questions, questions. Did I pin that thing to the front? Let me have a look. I don't remember doing so. Did I? Oh, yeah, I did. Right, 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 right. What other questions do we have, guys? I drew and Warbone. I Timor, welcome back, buddy. Xgut says, would you say it's more how you say things rather than what you say exactly? That's a good question. I think by being more conscious of the way you say things, you can actually change someone's state and change someone's experience they have with you, right? Again, I've done examples on these broadcasts, I've done examples when I've been coaching individuals where I may deliberately talk really fast, right, to get my point across and just to fit in a lot of information because I'm very, very conscious we haven't got much time here, so I'm just fitting that really in. And as you, as you, see, as you hear me right now and I'm speaking really fast, there's a lot to keep up with. It's quite exciting. There's a lot going on, right? So, it, you know, it creates, it, it, it kind of accelerates your, 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 your brain power into taking in like, all this information so quickly, right? If I slow things down and I talk in a more slower pace and I have more of a softer voice, then it almost sounds like anything I'm saying is important, right? 
So that answers your question. <laughs> it is how you say things, you see? Because I'm just giving you, I'm the same person, I haven't moved, I've just given you a different experience in the way that I've said stuff, right? So and you can get really creative with that when you um, think about you're quite tantalizing and, and seductive words, you know, um, yeah, I mean, a way to really sort of tune into that sort of language, sexual language, is to start reading erotica, really. Um, that book I always say to go and get a copy of, Nancy Friday, Forbidden Fruits or My Secret Garden, really gets you accustomed with the idea of women being very sexual beings, right? And what they fantasize about. So if you kind of get more acquainted with that you can sort of you, you can pick you can pick the words that, that women are using to describe their desires and their fantasies and you can start putting it in your your language to really heighten their um their arousal right so it's, it's super fun uh once you get the knack of it and also on 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 the subject of how you say things rather than what you say Try not to be worried about coming across as squeaky clean and too polished. I'll tell you from my experience, when I've come across so polished, I've, um, it's actually worked against me because it's actually come across like it's been rehearsed. And it wasn't the fact that what I had said was rehearsed. It was just delivered in such a polished way where I'd been out so, you know, I've been out for so long, I just, I just, had the confidence to talk to in such a way that the response that I would have got in that moment would have been like, are you joking? And I'm like, what? You know, how, how many girls have you said that to? I, go, I, I just literally, it's the first time I've ever said anything like that, right? As, as, as this particular situation I have in mind, you know, as, as, as much as I tried, I, I was just swimming upstream. I could, I was really struggling to make impact by coming across so squeaky clean. And um, so don't worry about coming across as squeaky clean. Women are very, um, well, human beings in general are very forgiving in, in terms of your delivery. And if you, if you mess a word up or a sentence up or some language up, don't worry about that. That should be the least of your worries. You know, what should be a worry is not getting your intent across the table, right? Because then you just missed an opportunity, okay? So, um, yeah, thank you for uh, that question, buddy. Sniper Wolf says, I have a date for the 1st of November. Fantastic, mate. But I'm kind of stuck on what kind of date I should organize. It's a subjective one. It is a subjective one. I mean, organizing a date. I mean, if you, if you know anything about the girl, um, that would be beneficial. Yeah, you could tailor the experience based on something you know. Um, so if you, if you do, that, that helps. Um, I always say, look, invite them to something that you're already doing, right? I always say that. Invite them to something you're already doing. You should be, you should be a social person. You should have stuff planned um, in the event calendar on a weekly basis, right? So if you have got something interesting, um, bring her along to that, yeah? Bring, bring her along to that. And, um, you know, I think it just reduces the social pressure because it's an activity. There's always there's something going on anyway, um, as opposed to sort of a, a high-pressure sit-down date scenario. But, hey, look, if your conversation's good and just, 
you you feel like you're competent in that area, don't overthink it. Just take the girl for drinks, right? Um, but don't but don't get have your back up if um, you know you, you're starting to put loads of dates in the calendar and you're going out and taking them for drinks and it's because it's going to get expensive. You know, it might not be sustainable. Okay, um, but yep, sniper wolf. Hope that helps. Hi, Laurent. Great to, see, great to have you on here, buddy. Hope you're well. Nafi boy says, "How do you keep? How do you keep from over pursuing when it's a long distance? Like you said, you should heighten the communication when it's long distance. I think just keep social yourself. I think keep social yourself so your social needs are being met. Um, I, I just think like." For me, when I've been in long distance relationships, I'm on the phone every day. Like we're on the phone every day, you know? We video call every day. You know, there may be the odd day, sorry, there may be the odd day where you, you're not able to do that, but like just get a routine between each other where you're just talking to each other, you know? Um, and, 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 and that's it, you know? I don't think that's, um, I mean, if you're in a long distance relationship, you're not pursuing the relationship, you're in the relationship, do you see? So, um, I just wanna make sure you are in the relationship or you're pursuing someone from a long distance. Um, just need some clarity on that. But I would say that you definitely just need to create a habit of you know, calling each other and, and speaking to each other on a, on a daily, daily basis. Um, that might sound a bit excessive. If it does, well, that's what works for me. Um, just do your own version of that, but it needs to be a pattern that exists, okay? Um, hi, Fago, hi, Alfonso. X Guts says, what are the names of the books? Oh, the books, um, Nancy Friday, My Secret Garden, and Nancy Friday again, Forbidden Flowers. Hi, Nick, could have you on? Hi, Dan, hi, Ahmed. Fab says, when approaching in the public, how important is it to approach a girl who establishes eye contact to one who doesn't? Assume this, like if, you're, if you've got eye contact from someone, right, that may be seen as they're, in, they're showing you that they could be interested, okay? It may not be, but you're only really gonna know if you actually make a pass on them, right? So. My, my, my outlook is this, if someone looks at me, gives me a signal, it's on, it's on, okay? It's already open, because there's two, you gotta, you gotta remember there's two conversations going on, there's a, there's a verbal conversation and there's a non-verbal conversation. And that just then was a non-verbal conversation. The eyes said hello, right? Then you just, I mean, I've just had it where I get that signal and I just and I go, hey, Right, and that's enough. That's enough to open it up, right? And then your curiosity takes you into a place of finding out their story, what's going on with themselves, themselves today, and definitely in the direction of staying in touch because this is such a spontaneous moment and this doesn't normally happen. So, if you get the eye contact, assume it's on, and what comes after the eye contact is hello, right? Don't complicate it, right? And you'll often see a sigh of relief that you are one of the few individuals in the male population that actually gets it and is a bit intuitive 
of the signals women put out there uh, to show that they're interested. Okay, so uh, have fun with that, man. Have fun with being awake. <laughs> Nafi boy says, no, 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 we're not in a relationship. Okay, well, that's a different story then. You know, um, this is the sort of stuff where your social media is, social media is going to play a part in it, where you can, um, you know, you can display what's going on in each other's lives and you can use that to create conversation. Um, and you, you need to work out your positioning. How can you position yourself in a way that, um, you know, it, it gets you closer to her, right? And you gotta gauge her interest, how much interest is there, right? Is she qualified also? Is she qualified? Are her values in align with, with yours, right? So have a think about that. Hi Joey, hi Shiloh. Right, let's pull up the questions that were asked earlier in, in the day. Uh, right, let's have a look. This is an interesting one. <laughs> Where do the geeky girls go for nights out? <laughs> it's a really interesting one because I don't really go for geeky girls. So I don't position myself in um, that way. Uh, I have had clients that have gone for geeky girls and not necessarily for the night out, but what they have put on my radar is the idea of going to Comic-Con and things like this, you know? So think about the geeky sort of things that potentially the women that you, that you like are into and try to position yourself in those sort of environments, right? So uh, Comic-Con would be, would be a good one. Um, what would be another one? Book clubs, right? Book clubs or book readings. Uh, also, I've, I've started going to a lot of art events and shows Right, so you could argue that these girls are a little bit, uh, is it geeky? Well, I don't think geeky, it's a bit more cultured, I suppose. Um, what other geeky, 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 I mean, it all depends what you define as geeky, like maybe gamer girls, you know, but there's a lot of like these gamer events that have um, uh, come into the surface right now, that might be a play. Um, but I'm actually struggling to answer that one in a, in, um, in a lot more, in a way that I would want to answer this one for you because they're not really sort of women that I actually kind of go for. Um, but I would start, I would reverse engineer it. I'd think what are the subjects, right, that these women are into and then I would sort of look at what events kind of tailor around that. I mean, that's the, kind of the way to do it. So, um, yeah, sorry, a bit of a weak answer there for me on that one. But um, hopefully you get something from that. What else we have today? Uh, right. <sighs> Emmanuel says, hi, what type of humour is best for girls? Okay, that's a good question. I mentioned the other week about 
a really great way to build rapport is to mirror someone's mannerisms or imitate someone's mannerisms. I think that is a, a rapid way to build comfort with someone. It's gotta be done in the right way. And I just did a video on this for this video series that I'm building out for you guys. It's gonna be, it's a long way from being finished at the moment, but this was a tip I put in there, okay? Teasing someone is a playful way of showing someone the mirror of how they actually are and how they act and behave, right? So it's gotta be done in, done in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way, right? If someone's, if someone, when they talk, they gesticulate a lot, right? Just say, just observe it. Be very observant of their behavior and go, you know, you're really funny. Like, when you, when, you, when you explain things, you've got the whole Italian hands going on. Like, everything's like, whoa, 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 right? And they might just find that really funny because they actually know that to be true about themselves, right? But they've, that's the first time they've actually seen that, right? Someone do it. So what I would say is look for someone's mannerisms and mirror it back to them to uh, you know create a bridge of humor. It, it's it's and that's called like just being playful and, and, and teasing. And obviously you don't want to be you want to make sure it's received in the right way. And I wouldn't say that's it done in a nasty tone. It's just done in a in a like a playful kind of joke jokey kind of way. Um, and if you do feel like it's been taken out of context and um, you know it hasn't gone down as well as you thought, right? <laughs> then just go, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I mean like actually, you know, me and my friends, like that's, we, we always like take the piss out of each other and that's just our way of showing our affection towards each other. So there's nothing, you know, it wasn't, wasn't anything, there was no negative connotation attached to me being playful just then. You know, but I haven't found anyone that, that would, um, that responds bad to that. You know, I think everyone, you know, and if they do respond bad to that, I think you've got to be like, well, you're taking life a little bit too seriously. You know, you you want you want to have the a majority of those days in the week to be good days, right? If someone if someone's taking himself too seriously and can't have a laugh, I mean, God, you know, I think that person just is disqualified in that moment, right? Don't you know? Look, you're not trying to be a people pleaser, yeah. You're not trying to be a mass market product. You're a you're a niche product looking for your niche audience, okay? So just remember that, yeah? Remember that, guys. All right, I think that was a good question. I saw some more questions um, fly on here. Right, hi, Brian, hi, Shamba. Oh, let me get back on here. We got Shambak, Michael Gardner, hello. Glad of War. Hi Scott, welcome back. Be lovely to hear an update from you. How are you getting on? Hi Brett. Hi Ognico. Keep it up, man. The pickup community will always remain strong. Yeah. I don't really associate myself with the pickup community, although there are elements of me teaching you guys how to attract women. Um certainly is, you know, that is the body of my work. <coughs> um but I, I hope that you guys find that my work is more holistic than just about picking up women on. You know, in this space, week on, week out, I find that we talk about like real core self-development issues that are vital for our growth as beings, you know? I feel like the issues we talk about here can be implemented in all facets of our life, whether it be our career, our social life, uh, or our, you know, our intimate life, 
with, with, with the other. So, and I, I do hope that you get that from this time that we spend here every, every week, all right? So I, I really see myself as sort of like a male transformation coach. I think that's the kind of the way I kind of see my, my work these days. Nico says, what's the best way to approach and speak to a high value girl? Well, first of all, we have to address the, the, the term high value girl. I mean, again, I think that's a subjective term. You know, what is high value for one person on this feed would, might not be for another. So first of all, you've got to position yourself. I always say it, look, let's look at some extremes, okay? I've had men that tell me that they're 46 years old and they've never had an opportunity to meet the women they kind of want to meet. And I go, all right, show me where you spend your time and I'll show, and I'll show you the sort of women you're likely to meet. So what does he show me? He shows me his local pub in some hillbilly country bumpkin town you know, in the middle of nowhere. I go, look, you know, we just got to change your landscape, buddy. Um, because, you know, sitting there, dr drinking pint after pint, week on, week out, kidding yourself that the woman of your dreams is one day going to walk through the door is nothing but delusional. Yeah. So assess yourself, you know, observe, take an inner observation of where you're spending your time. Right, I think that's the first step. Next step is working out what values are important to you from a woman, right? Now, then you need to reverse engineer it. You need to work out where am I likely going to meet these sort of women, right? And the more you frequent your, yourself in these environments, the more immune you get to how you respond to when you see someone of the values that you've told yourself that you are attracted to, right? If you were in that hillbilly country bumpkin pub week on week out and a, a woman of high value, right, walked in, right, you probably wouldn't know how to deal with it. You probably would be so flustered that you wouldn't even just be able to string a sentence together and take advantage of the opportunity that the universe has handed you right there and then. So what you need to do, you need to normalize the fact that you are attracted to women of a certain look and also women who have certain values. You need to be around, you need to increase the abundance of these women, right? You need to normalize it. You need to normalize it. So when you are in those environments, it's all the same. Everyone is looking for you know, a mental stimulation, physical stimulation, and, a spirit, and spiritual stimulation, right? So all the advice that I give you on how to talk to women, what's the best way to talk to women, you know, it all, it, it's all the same. It's all the same, right? Get my book if you're unsure about how to, how to have a proper conversation that stimulates people. I mean, get on Amazon, Elite Seduction, and study all my materials, study all my YouTube channel, if it still exists. And, um, you know, I've got over 200 blogs on my website. Um, but yeah, I think this, this, this feed alone every week really levels up your um, ability to be a great conversationalist. Um, but good, great question, so thank you for that, Nico. Uh, I explore to death. What's the best... Shambach says, what's the best way of complimenting without it being forced? Oh, that's a great question. First of all, this, again, back to like making yourself aware of the things that you like. 
I think you need to make a list of the visual qualities you like within women, right? And But be detailed, don't be vague. Don't just say, I like blondes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so really write down a detailed list of what you visually appreciate in women. And why it needs to be detailed is because they, those things should also be used for a compliment, right? And we want to move ourselves away from giving out generic um, compliments that kind of trigger her to give an autopilot response, right? Saying someone's got beautiful eyes is, is a, you know, it's going to put someone in the yawn zone. If they have got beautiful eyes, they've heard that many, many times before, right? But if you use a bit more of a descriptive word to describe your experience when you're looking at her and you, you her, her eyes capture your attention, then it's going to leave a bit more of a mark, right? So you might say something like this, like, wow, like seriously, the way you've done your makeup tonight really draws my attention towards your eyes. I love that, right? You're still saying she's got beautiful eyes, but you're just actually tailoring it a bit more. And just that adds so much more of a, packs so much more of a punch. You might just say, you might go, wow, you've got really striking eyes. I love that. Like that's better than saying you've got beautiful eyes. It's just vague and it's it's just lazy. It's lazy. It's thoughtless, right? In my vocabulary, the word the word beautiful is banned until she's my girlfriend, because I just find I'm just being a bit lazy. I'm not really making the effort, you know. So write down a list of all the visual. Sorry, write down all the list. Write down on a list of all the visual things you appreciate in a woman. And um, try to be try to be a bit more descriptive with those 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 words and that language, and and let it pop, right? <laughs> Thanks for the question, buddy. Let me just turn this timer off that keeps on. <coughs> I'm back. Explore till death says, "Do I like Neil Strauss Strauss's work?" Um, yeah, I'm thankful for what Neil did uh, with 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 the book, the game. Um, I think that helped gets you know it gets a lot of um uh bad hack in 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 the media um but I'm thankful for it because it was one of the earliest books that I read to kind of um put me in this direction you know so uh yeah I liked what he did I liked what he did and um uh, this it was it was a stepping stone for me, so I'm 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 thankful for that. Um, I haven't I haven't got around to reading his most re recent book, The Truth, um, but I feel like that is uh, where a lot of guys will be when they get too immersed in the idea of just getting in this cycle of meet a woman, pick her up, have sex, or meet you know just chasing that kind of reward cycle. Um, so I think he done a good job to bring out that last book, although I haven't got round to, you know, I know I know the preface of it, but I haven't actually got round to reading it. But I, I understand uh, it was important to kind of write that for the community out there, you know. Um, so yeah, I think Neil's done some great work. Hi Tony, I'm Mr. Shove. Oh, oh God, uh, Clinton. Mr. Shub says, how to approach girls in the daytime or in a university? Okay. Well, again, I, yeah, I did, a, a, if, you, if you're watching this, um, this feedback on repeat, 
if you missed, because you obviously missed how I opened it up, I actually did a reenactment of you know how approaching someone may be, and the, the example I used was actually in like a, a, a juice shop, right? And I just used the idea of standing in the queue waiting for your drink, and also there may be someone to your right or your left that's just waiting for their drink too, and you just casually say, hey, what did you go for, right? It's contextual, you know, it's not weird, it's not like you're running down the street to kind of bother someone, it's just you're in the moment, it's spontaneous, it makes sense to say something like that. Um, so you gotta, what I'm trying to say here, you gotta, more often than not, the landscape that you're in uh, offers you opportunity to, to use that as an opening line, right? So always be engaging, engaging with your landscape, right? If there's something going on um, in the environment, you can use that to your advantage to actually start a conversation. Yes, yeah, so you don't need to overthink it. A lot of the time, you just don't need to overthink it. As I said earlier as well, if you've got a bit of eye contact going, you know, that's a woman, maybe she's shown you some interest, some non-verbal interest. You know, my outlook is the conversation's already started, yeah? The next thing you say is hello, yeah? Let's say that again. If, if someone gives you eye contact, the conversation has already started. The next thing you say is hello. Reason being is two conversations going on. There's the non-verbal one and then there's the verbal one. Okay, so I always look to get, if I can get the eye contact first, it's already started, okay? Now granted, you can't always get the eye contact, right? So you just need to let your, it, it be known, right? Your, your, your intentions. So just gotta go, hey, look, I just saw you over there. Uh, I just had to come over and say hello, right? That might be just a direct way of doing things and just see how someone responds, right? If they respond well to it, then you know, okay, cool. Like, I'll move, I'll move further into the conversation. But always remember, um, you know, get the phone number and just be checking how someone feels in their interaction. If there's a sense of uneasiness in them, it's probably because your body language is off key and, you're, and you, she feels like you're imposing them and you haven't got enough space between you guys, yeah? So, Again, there's two conversations going on. There's the non-verbal one and there's the verbal one. So if she's feeling uncomfortable, get some space, right? There's a lot of people that get some bad slack um, for, for, for approaching women. And it's because they make women feel uncomfortable. And it's because they don't realize that, you know, they're not reading, they're not reading the, the, what's going on, right? If you're not comfortable with yourself, someone else is not gonna be comfortable in your presence. So the first, the first, um, the first project you've really got to handle is being comfortable with oneself, right? What you think is what you project. You know, when, when someone's saying that uh, someone is harassing them by a creepy guy, the creepy guy is the guy that's coming from a place of doubt, right? So you're coming from a place of doubt because you're unfamiliar with the process, right? You're unfamiliar with doing. So yes, you've got to start somewhere, but you, again, you've just got to be comfortable with yourself. If you're in your head and you're doubting yourself, then that's going to make someone feel, feel uneasy and that's when you're going to get labeled the creep, okay? When you're coming from a place of certainty and, and fun and playfulness, you can't possibly come across as the creep, okay? You're giving someone an experience, right? 
Not everyone wants to play, and that's absolutely fine, right? But go out with that playful, fun, loving, caring attitude, and I don't, and you'll stay out of trouble. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that question. I think it's very re relevant, uh, especially with the climate that we're currently in here in the UK. Uh, Freddie Brown. Everyone give Freddie Brown uh, a uh, a follow. He's um, uh, a mischief maker over on uh, the the hit TV series Made in Chelsea. Uh, good to have you on, Freddie. Hope you're well, buddy. B uh, B beautiful day. Hi, welcome. Scott says Scott with his weekly update. Hi, I'm doing well so far. I'm talking to a Lithuanian girl. Yeah, hopefully it's the same one. She wants me to go over to her country in the summer for a month. Haven't met her in person, but video call every day. But I'm worried about the long distance aspect of it. Can, lo can long distance work? Thanks. Hi, Scott. Yeah, I mean, I was in a relationship for uh, about two years with a Lithuanian girl. So, um, you look, look at it like this. Don't think about where it is on the map, right? Think of how long it takes to get there. I know it's going to take about maximum three hours from London to, to Vilnius, uh, which is the capital of Lithuania, on a plane. Yeah, so <laughs> here's some perspective. It's going to take longer to drive to Manchester, right? So, you know, it's only, it's only three hours away. Yeah, it's only three hours away. So, so look, at it, look at it like that. And things will work out in the end if, if the um, conditions are right. As I said, like any long distance relationship, they do reach a, a, a fork in the roads, right? Almost like you have to hit a T-junction and go, like, are we going this way now or are we going that way? But it is going to have to get to that point. And what I mean by that is the logistical issue that you guys are going to be faced with. You know, do you move there or does she, or do, or does she move over here? right to to move on to the next stage of your relationship yeah my friend's done this my friend's married a girl from the philippines this beautiful actress who we met when he was out there and um you know that that was it they they, they met they had they they fell they fell in love and it hit that fork in the roads and then she came over here and they have a, have a beautiful family together um they're happily married and they have a child you know so it's um you know and hey scott I know you're very young. I know you're very young, you know? So um, it's all experience, it's all experience. So get that experience under your belt and you will be on your way to be a, uh, a fine gentleman, my friend. So embrace it and um, yeah, enjoy the experience. Uh, Nico, a thank you, you're a goat. <laughs> greatest of all time i appreciate that buddy <laughs> hi daria uh hi Taywak. hi diaz hi shambak shambak says thanks thanks for the well described answer haha <laughs> i'm just writing notes on it no problems dude and remember this this live feed is going to be on my stories tw for like 24 hours after i've recorded it so you can re-watch it and then give me a week because then what i do i actually put it on the uh, all the podcasted websites as well, right? iTunes, Spotify, and whatever it is. Um, yeah, so many, but it gets kind of distributed over to all of them. Okay. Hi, Macro. Hi, Dancing Circles. I'm Jorameh, The Edge. Yes, Engage of Landscape. 
Flaviana Paul Howie. Hey buddy, hope you're well. I Philip Gallagher. The Edge says, yes, yeah, really good. I got eye contact. I get eye contact quite a bit, but sometimes unsure what to say. Yeah, I mean, look, you just don't need to overthink it. The conversation's already begun. Yeah, and women are very frustrated with men lacking social intuition. You know, again, what's really sad is we still, um, we, we still oppress women, you know, for taking action in, 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 um, in their dating life, sadly, you know, it's getting better. It's getting better. You know, there's less stigma attached to a woman approaching a man, um, but we're still not quite out of the woods with that, you know? So what women have learned to do is to give off signals to men that, hey, I might be interested, but I don't want everyone to know I'm interested because so, in a social standpoint, you know, I might get labeled something, you know? It's, it, it's, this is the sort of ridiculousness that we're, we're dealing with um, as a society. So they learn to give off signals, right? And yeah, so pick up on them, pick up on them and, and, and um, look, you might be wrong. You might be wrong, but hey, you'll never know if you don't give it a shot, okay? Thanks for the love, by the way. You guys throwing down that little heart button, appreciating the feed, I appreciate that. Um, Wenatate, can't hear you. Um, okay, everyone can hear me, right? Can everyone hear me? All right. I don't. No one's really complained about the sound uh, so far, unless it's me because I'm not too well, right? Give me some hearts if the if the um, if the volume's okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure it's coming through okay. <coughs> okay, <laughs> one person goes yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool, cool. Princeton says, if you don't mind me asking, man, what are your thoughts with pickup going underground? Princeton, um, pickup came from the underground. Uh, it, it, it was an underground uh, community, if not still is. And, you know, the, there's very few people who have took it mainstream. Um, simply because of the negative connotation it's attached to the terminology of pickup right and the people that have been the pantomime villains in the media um these people have sadly just not been able to look after their brand correctly the language and the terminology they're using deliberately um is used to evoke a response because that's what marketing is uh, but also these guys that have recently been in the media with very questionable ethics, um, you know, they don't have any respect for women, sadly. It is sad. They, they, these, there's extremes in anything, in any profession. Um, you know, you might get an extreme doctor or an extreme lawyer or an extreme, you know, something, but, you know, extreme, when it goes to someone in a pickup community or, you know, the men's dating community, you know, there's a lot more negative stigma attached to it. I mean, these, I'm not going to go into a rant again because I went into a rant last week on this matter. But, you know, I'm a lover and a, of women. I respect women. Um, you know, and again, I say that I, I take my time here week in, week out. Not just here, but, you know, physically coaching men. I have been doing for 14 years because I'm making men a better deal for women. So I'm actually, you know, <laughs> that's the perspective I have on my work. 
So, um, you know, if, if, if you're looking to get this more favorable for the wider community, then you need to change the language and the terminology of what you're actually teaching. But most certainly, you know, it leads with respect. And, and from a social standpoint as well, you, if you are a coach of any sort, you, know, you have a level of social responsibility because you leave an impact on, on one's, one's life. So people in these positions really need to have, like, take an inner observation of, of how they go about their work and, they, and their message. Um, you know, my message has been very refined from the early days when I got started. And I'm, I'm sure you guys can pro probably see that. Um, and that's a, a mixture of a couple of things. It's maturity, it's um, experience, it's, um, you know, understanding what makes long-term impact for an individual and what is uh, long-term most effective to keep a meaningful relationship going. And for people that have only really sort of studied how to attract women, I don't think they've kind of figured that piece of the puzzle out yet. You know, I'm someone that's been in long-term relationships myself. Um, I've dated many, many women. Um, and I've, I've, I've taught thousands and thousands of guys for, for many, many years. So that's where my experience comes from. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people that need to tidy up their act, is what is my answer to that question. Yeah, that's. But uh, thank you for bringing that question up because there may be some guys that didn't kind of get my response to the, the recent um, BBC <coughs> coverage of those uh, pantomime villains. But yeah, thank you for the question, buddy. Hi, Freddie. Hi, Tay. Scott, thanks. I'm only right across from you. I'm in Dublin City, Ireland. So. Flight is more or less the same, but thanks. I'll head over to her. <laughs> Good man. And it'd be a great experience, by the way, you know? It'd be a great experience, make you more wise and more cultured, seeing things and experience these sort of things. Hi, Jordan. Nick says he can hear me, cool. Buenetate <coughs> um, says, why did the rich have to date the rich? Why did, you, why did the celebrities have to date celebrities? Why, why not date someone different? who's not in their league, just asking why can't she, she can't work at Walmart and you fall in love with her. You're, re you're really hanging on to that pretty woman uh, fantasy, huh? <laughs> um, I, think, I think it's a great question. And I've dated women that are far more wealthier than uh, myself. And um, it's, first of all, I, I will um, debunk that myth, you know, I think that, you know, I, as I said, I've dated women that are wealthier than me and have, you know, much more wealthier families than I have, but there's also the fact that it's not, an un, you know, there can be a lack of understanding of, of one's world and, and, and what, um, what is a normal for one person is, is such is something that can, someone can be so disconnected from the other. And it's not like a snobby thing, it's just a, um, a compatibility thing. When you hear that word compatibility, you know, what someone might be really successful um, and because they're successful, they might have sacrificed perhaps their social and their dating life and um, 
and, and maybe they don't know how to have fun. If you're someone that can bring something to the table and offer them something that they're lacking, then it might be, you know, you might be the yin to their yang. So, and also as well, like celebrities only date other celebrities. It's just not true, you know? It's not, it's just not true. You know, I, I, mean, I remember, I remember a story where there was this very well-known British uh, TV presenter and she met her husband on Twitter, right? Her Twitter, her, sorry, her Twitter, <laughs> that could be taken the wrong way. Her, her partner approached her on Twitter, right? Sent her a tweet directly. And this guy, he was just a builder, okay? And um, she responded really well to the approach. And they actually, they actually started dating and then they actually went on to get married, right? So it's just about how you make impact in, in someone's life and seeing what you can offer, what they can't currently get, yeah? Um, but you've gotta be, yeah, I don't think if you're someone that uh, finds yourself in a position attracted to wealthier individuals, you can't go be going through life with a chip on your shoulder, yeah? Um, because you go and you're swimming upstream. But it shouldn't, you shouldn't be chasing like how wealthy someone is. You should be chasing for someone that has, well not chasing, I don't like that term, but you should be discovering if someone is in line with your values. That's what you're always looking for, right? But thank you for that question. I'm sorry I had to kind of, um, you know, said it right, but yeah, I just don't think it's entirely true. Uh, I sat chat Luciana, Gavin. As I just breathe for a second, guys. Ooh. And I just want to mention again, like I'm, I'm going to be in LA. It's the only time I'm going to be in the US uh, for coaching. Uh, it's from the 4th to the 10th of November. Okay. For the guys out there that are interested in this, this is going to be a trip of a lifetime. It's going to be an experience of a lifetime. And, um, as an opportunity to get all of your burning questions answered by me in person and actually get hands-on coaching with me physically, right? Uh, addressing everything, you know, addressing some real deep mindset issues. You may have some core principles to, to have on board, some conversation skills to, 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 to make impact with people. You know, everything, you know, from, from building intimacy with someone, building a relationship with someone, building um, social circles, you know, of, of an influential capacity. How to really work the, the, the system to build up your status. Uh, absolutely everything, you know, in, in terms of men's personal development, <coughs> I'm gonna be covering uh, with you guys out there. So if you're interested in that, do send me a message after this feed or do it now so you don't forget. Zimzam says, okay, so I wanna ask my girl to the movies, how do I ask her? You don't ask, you say. I prefer this, go look. Go baby, listen, I want you to be ready at eight o'clock tomorrow, cause I, we're going to the movies, right? And that's exciting. When someone's like leading you into an experience, that's more exciting rather than asking if someone wants to do something. Because a lot of the times, you know, I found myself just saying, when that, someone's asked me to do something, I've just gone, nah, I don't really wanna do it. But really, I, I've, in hindsight, I would have. Just as someone gave me the option of saying no, therefore the comfort zone was no, right? So, so lead, 
Um, again, but she's, she can always say no, just respecting that. Just means you haven't got enough rapport with the person. Scott says, I find it very difficult to talk to people in school, but outside of school, I find it very easy. It's like I choke up outside of school. I'm free and energetic. I don't quite understand it myself. Do I need to approach more people in school or make a bigger friend group and help? Great question, Scott. I think expand your social circle at school. Yeah, I think when you approach people outside of school, the spontaneity of all makes it quite exciting. But at school, you know, you're already, you've already known these people for quite some time. So you just need to sort of slowly expand on your social circle and sort of delve into different tribes, whether they be the kids that are into their, their rock music or they're the sporty kids or they're the geeks or they're the year above. Just constantly be sort of socially snowballing to expand your circle, right? Um, do it that way. When it says, just don't want what you have, just love, just love some men. Look over that. I don't understand. Hi, Graham. Graham Green is the man. Graham Green. <laughs> Graham came on the workshop at the LA Experience last year. Uh, he is the guy in the video that we did the transformation with. Um, check it out. Uh, good to have you on, Graham. Hope you have a lovely evening. Uh, and message Graham directly, guys, if you're curious about what he got out of the experience and where he's at now, um, message him. Okay, don't just take my word for it. I got less than two minutes remaining, guys. Uh, right. All right, guys, listen, thank you. Um, Brian, quickly, I'll answer this one. Is there, been, is there such thing as being a sex addict? Brian, yes, there is. Google sex addict questionnaire and get yourself through that list and see how many of those questions you could honestly answer. And I think that will kind of bring into your awareness if you have a problem with sex addiction, sex addiction or not. Okay. Type it in Google, answer those questions. Okay, guys, thank you very much for coming on. Again, I've got my workshop here in London on the 28th or is it 28th or the 26th? It's the 26th, sorry, in October here in London. So if you're in London you want to work with me, that's the next time. LA, though, is where I'm at, man. LA is what I'm excited for because I'm going to get out of this dreary weather here in London and get some sun on my face. November the 4th to the 10th, I'm in LA. If you're a US citizen or you're in the UK or any part of the world and you want to, you want a trip, that's the trip to fucking see me on. All right, guys. God bless you guys and enjoy the rest of your week. Take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.